It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that man. bad. Alejandro just called me an asshole. That's true, man. Baddies, I'm going to have to have you guys have my back and, like, vote for me. I'm going to make a poll on a, an IG story one uh-huh, of these days. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to find out how many of our listeners actually think I'm an asshole. Yeah, but don't campaign, because... Yeah, I could see you being like, or like phrase it and being like, come on, guys, Don't I'm not really me. an asshole. And then the options are like, asshole, or no, definitely not. No one's going to pick, oh, no, definitely not. Like, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to Dick Cheney it and make it like, make everyone think they're doing the right thing, but really they're fucking everyone no. over. The options are going to be uh, asshole or uh, saints. I'm going to keep it really 50 50. I'm going to give them all the say, and we're going to let them talk. Let the people speak. All right, guys, let us know if you think Christian's an asshole. Right. Or a saint. Better, better choose saint. My name is Christian. It doesn't mean shit. Yeah, it doesn't realize that's that's a. Uh, Hitler was a Christian. I don't want to go down that route. I don't know if that's true either. About... I just thought I'd throw that out. <laughs> Are you just gonna throw out like historical figures and make up uh, religions for them? Uh, Joan of Arc, uh, Muslim. That's uh, not true. She was very. Uh, she was a Catholic. Moses, for show Buddhist. Ooh, I heard that Moses was actually a practitioner of sociology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also heard that. Plato, the philosopher, hmm. best friends with Socrates, both Buddhist. No, I, <laughs> I believe Socrates was um, a student of Plato. Ah. Like that's actually a thing. You could be a best friend with your student, though. No, no, that's not how those relationships Just as long work. as you don't. Is your best friend your teacher? Um, I've had a teacher that was a good friend. But your best friend? No. Because I, I don't think I'm a teacher. You're not a teacher, but you did teach some kids at some point, so I you teach were kids a teacher. A lot. I teach kids quite a bit. I'm, a good, I'm good with kids. Yeah, no, I I, I've, I've seen you with kids. kids. Yeah, I mean, it depends. We've talked about this before. There's a certain age range where I fucking hate children. I I will throw you away. But and I know that's forward, uh, moms out there. Don't get at me with all of that. Oh, but kids don't know any better. They know better, and it's partially your fault if totally. they're pieces of shit. Oh, it's all the parents' fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't be like, oh, you guys just don't know because you don't have kids. Just because you couldn't wear a condom doesn't mean you're smarter than me. All right. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah, I know how to glove it when I love it. That's right. Boom. Um, Actually, the movie we watched. Oh, let's say it at the same time. One, two, three. 50 first days. days. Wouldn't it be, be nice, nice if we were older? Then we wouldn't have to wait so long. Wouldn't it be nice? I'd like to give a shout out to the lovely lady that recommended this film to us. Mm. Uh, Cara Susvilia. Um, thank you very much for bringing up this film because mm-hmm. thank you. this is, might I say, this is my favorite Adam Sandler film. Yeah, stick around and we'll give you your thousand shout outs at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into it then. Yeah, you want to tackle the nitty gritty, good sir? Yeah, uh, Fifty First Dates came out 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. You believe that? Damn, it's a... Uh... I was hoping you'd have a little more of a reaction. You had zero reaction. Oh, <laughs> well, you, like, I literally saw zero was... reaction. Really? You want to be like, <gasps> well, I thought it would be a, a little bit of a shock. Did you realize? Yeah, fuck you. I'm yeah, no, because I, I did. You know what, dude? I'm out of here. Because I really liked this film when it did come out. 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I was alive 15 years ago and very much aware of it. I think there's going to be people who hear this podcast and they're not going to realize that it was 15 years ago. We're getting hung up on the age. Yeah, when it was made. <laughs> Rated PG-13. It's got a runtime of 99 minutes. Oh, okay. Hair under 100. Uh, it's rated 6.8 out of 10. 
it's got a uh, on IMDb. It's got forty five percent on the Rotten Tomatoes, forty eight percent on the Metacritic. And the what percentage of Google users, Christian? It's going to be ninety three percent. Wow! Did you take a peek at my notes? No, is it really ninety three? Oh, buddy, did you take a peek at my notes? I I can't even see it here, and your notes are actually very illegible. So even That's if true. I did take a peek, ninety four percent. Ooh, I was pretty close. Remember thank last you, episode? You. I told you to put that ninety five percent in your pocket for later. Yep, is here this, it is. Pull it out. Oh, it's popping because up. because it's still wrong, but it's a really close guess though. Uh huh. Um, the synapses coming at you here. Ooh, Playboy veterinarian. I, see, they put Playboy vet, but that that. That could mean anything. Yeah. That could have meant he was in a like war. in the Gulf War. No, no. Playboy veterinarian Henry sets his heart on romancing Lucy, but she has short-term memory loss. She can't remember anything that happened the day before. So, every morning, Henry has to woo her again. Her friends and family are very protective, and Henry must convince them that he's in it for love. I, I don't know what else he'd be in it for. It's not like she's got a bunch of money. No, I mean, in it just for the one-night stand. Like, cause uh, you could easily take advantage of this short-term memory girl. Sleep with I her one night, like have that. her forget you again, so there's no commitment. I never even thought about yeah. it. Yeah, this, this movie was really good. Um, one thing I wanted to tell you, what I wanted to say for this podcast, is that I wanted to change the environment of, like, where I was watching movies, because mm-hmm. I'm always, like, kind of, like, in this... I'm stuck in this mm-hmm. house, and, like, it's it's uh, it could be... Uh, very depressing being in uh, solitary confinement when you're watching movie after movie. So I decided to go to Farm and Flower, my favorite coffee shop here uh-huh. in Benicia. And boy, was that a mistake because Why? this was hitting me right in the feels, dude. Were and you like I, crying in a cafe? I was holding back my tears. This is a, really this is a sentimental you know movie. I, actually, last when I watched it too, um, to jump to the end of the movie, when he's on the boat listening to the Beach Boys. I uh-huh. had a little tear well. Oh, he's steering and he's screaming. Why would you send me this, you bastard? You sick, <laughs> sick bastard. <laughs> Why did it be nice? He's crying and s- singing at the same time. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I sh- I'm sure everybody has seen Fifty First Dates. Yeah. This movie was very popular. It's uh, the duo of Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler is a very common duo. Now it makes yeah. a bunch of sense. I think this was the first time they were paired together. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Fact checker Otis. No, you fuck. You've ruined it again. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a great. Movie. It's a great movie because my thing is when you make a funny movie that has a lot of comedians in it, a lot of them try to make it about them. Yeah, and nobody really did. You know, everyone kind of let it be. They understood their role. Yeah. Like, and I, I miss him a lot and he doesn't show up in any more, uh, happy Madison films, but Rob Schneider's character. He Ula, doesn't. No, I, I don't think he was in murder mystery when we had watched that. And he's not in murder. No. I don't think any of them are. No, Kevin James are in murder mystery. None of his like friends that he because uses. I don't think, remember Adam Sandler didn't write that script. That script oh, had been trying right. to be made for a while. That's right. So oh, look at us with our, oh, look, look at the at big that. brain we're, on. We're trying to think. What a high fives today. Wow, a this lot new of, setup is very conducive to high fives, and we're getting better at high fives too. Usually give me the we backhand. miss. Um, real quick, just to run down who's in this movie: Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, Sean Astin, mm-hmm. aka Rudy, aka Samwise Gamgee, uh, aka Doug Whitmore, <laughs> who's his, uh, his character's, character's name? <laughs> yeah, uh, Rob Schneider, Dan Aykroyd, yes, and Blake Clark, who plays Drew Barrymore's dad. He's also Sean's him. dad from Boy Meets World. That's who he is. I completely forgot. Yep. yep. Wow. Good research that you you, you put. Didn't out have these to. Didn't have to research facts. that one. You just knew it. I knew him because yeah. he looks so familiar. Because to me. Sean was my favorite character on Boy Meets World, and when his dad died, 
Wow. I cried. He's a, he's a father. Oh, yeah. Man, Boy Meets World Another, really like, hit some feels. I didn't... Uh, side tangent real quick. Go ahead. I don't like when sitcoms and like funny movies are super funny and then they take a sideways turn to make like to teach a lesson mm-hmm. and then halfway through teaching that lesson they fuck it up by making a joke uh-huh. let me tell you why i don't like that why because i thought that's how life is that's exactly because i grew up watching full house and family matters and step by step and according to jim and all of those and every time they like having a real heart to heart someone breaks a joke and now that's you and is that's that what you? i do and everyone's like alex Fuck, dude, not the time. And, I, and I'm always just like, mom just died. Uh, or the, like, yeah, even like, even, oh my God. And I'm sure we can get verification from this. We don't have to because this is a, a real thing that like ex girlfriends of mine uh-huh. have like, we've had like a fight. Yeah. And it's like a really serious conversation or a really serious fight. And I think to myself, like, all right, now it's time for the joke for the audience to <laughs> laugh. Like to, a like, to like break it in my, and like, yeah, to like break the tension. And you know what? They almost never laugh at the joke. They, it almost makes it worse, too, because they'll be like, are you fucking serious right now? Uh-huh. And I'm just like, no, that was a joke to lighten the mood. <laughs> I can imagine I'm you so- going through a breakup and like that awkward pause after like the final words have been said. You're, you just put your hand in the middle of it and be like, go team, and then walk away. I wouldn't that say would go team. I, it would literally be like, so we still getting dinner? Or? Yeah, <laughs> like it would. It would definitely be. It would definitely be something like that. Um, uh, back to Fifty First Dates. Back to up. the movie, man. Sean Astin's character, hilarious. So funny. I love that he had a lisp, a thick lisp. I love that he also thought he was super cut and super buff. He was just puffy. Yeah, he was a little puffy, and he was on steroids. Taking hell. Yeah, they keep telling him, lay, lay off the juice, Doug. Yeah, lay off the juice. Lay off Doug. the juice, Dougie. And he wears these shirts that are just like. They're fishnets. They're just fi- like a fishnet football jersey. Uh huh. He then- does this uh, one thing uh, that I love so much. He tries to do the titty dance, and yep. like it zooms in on his like small pecs, and it's just <laughs> barely moving. Yeah, little small dancers on his chest. I love that he's always trying to work out too. He's always like doing push-ups, and he's got like Macho Man Randy Savage sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is when he's doing like uh, reverse crunches, hanging upside down from the yeah. chandelier, because he's got so much energy from all the probably supplements he's taken. Mm-hmm. Like he just can't sit still. I love uh. When when they go to the doctor uh, to visit Dan Aykroyd to so that Dan Aykroyd Drew Barrymore's can, doctor because she has amnesia she has this doctor yeah, that yeah a uh, neurosurgeon and um he before they they leave Dan Aykroyd's office Sean Astin's like hey doc so um hypothetically speaking I have a I have a a friend who who's using uh, steroids uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he gets a wet dream that night mm. can you uh, help me out and so I can help my friend out listen here Dougie. <laughs> Lay off the sauce. <laughs> okay, I'll go tell him that. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go tell my friend that. That is... I wonder if he drew that list from Mike Tyson. Oh. I wonder if that was an inspiration I for his character. I wonder if it was, yeah, his own character choice. Because uh, Sean Astin is is funny like that. He yeah. Th- he's, he's, a good, he's a good actor. He's a funny actor, too. I one of my favorites. I do like him. Um, one of my favorite scenes um, also involves Rob Schneider, though. He is doing a really good job. Uh, because he is playing a character that's not like him. He likes to do these big kind of quirky characters, you know, like the you can do it, Farmer Hillbilly, yeah. uh, Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. He yep. likes to do uh, big the the animal. Mm-hmm. Um, he likes to play like uh, either an ignorant uh, straight man mm-hmm. or like a very obnoxious, uh, like wacky kooky character. I think mostly the wacky kooky. I can't think of a time where he plays a straight man. I mean, just like Deuce Bigelow. He's I mean, in a, in a way, right? Or the animal. He's kind of like he's not 
trying well, the, to be weird. He what, just the animal, is. He is a person who has like body animal body parts put into him, so he's like reacting yeah. as an animal, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, prior to that, he's just like a normal dude, right? Oh, the setup of the movie. <laughs> the setup, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first ten minutes. <laughs> okay, fine. Rob Schneider is Rob a Schneider wacky, always plays character. wacky. Uh, I would, I would say maybe the only one where he's not is that Netflix movie he was in, where he plays. Uh, Sandy Wexler or something like that where he plays like a spy oh, or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty straight man. But then he, again, he turns into like a spy. So even that's kind of like a He's actually, movie. yeah. He, do, he does still exist in Happy Madison films because he was in uh, Ridiculous 6 too. Yeah, I'm telling you. Though I think the only reason why he wasn't in Murder Mystery was because that's not an Adam Sandler movie. That You're you're so you're so right on that. Another high five for you, man. Um, speaking of Ula, speaking of Rob Schneider's character, he has some crazy lines if I can just say yeah, them for him, you. What's the... The game we play where you say it out of oh, context? Oh, here, I'm going to, yeah, quotes without context. Oh, you got a theme song for it now? <laughs> is that a theme song? Hey, is this my one? Really, uh, yeah, you could have it. it was, I finished my Jamba Juice already, so you could have that. It's not finished. It's got hella shit left. Oh, shit. I'm blind. Asian. Um. <laughs> I did um, Ancestry.com. We'll touch on that at the end of the episode. Well, okay. Don't yeah. forget. I won't. Okay. Um, cause I'm really curious. So <laughs> quotes without context, Ula edition. So, um, trying to bang our women, make my sister clean up your hotel room. Um, do you remember he's that? Yeah. He's talking about like white people in Hawaii, right? Yep. Uh, uh, how, how is howlies. what they call them. I love calling people howlies. I got <laughs> one of my, call people that? yeah, because I'm not Hawaiian and because I know like people who know what that is. Like if a Hawaiian hears me say it to somebody, they always like look at me and kind of like laugh. Uh-huh. Whenever someone goes like, oh my God, I just love Hawaii. It's the best. I'm always like fucking howly. Dude, I, I don't even have to say anything to get Hawaiians to like me because they think not. I'm Hawaiian. I just, all I have to wear is a Hawaiian shirt, walk around mm-hmm. with a ukulele when, and flip flops. Boom. When native. my brother had long hair, he used to get Hawaiian and Samoan friends quite quite easily. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm curious. I want to see pictures of your bro with long hair. When he was a senior in high school. Next oh. quote, please. Okay, next quote. Um, it's going to be... Um, my shirt size is medium husky. <laughs> That's... Uh, when he's saying goodbye, right? He's like, "When you uh, bring me back, a, bring me back a souvenir." Yep. My, my shirt size is medium husky. <laughs> and, dude, um, that's, uh, did it, did, oh my god! I wish I remember. Okay, finish what you were saying. Oh, um, he would, that that scene was funny because prior to that, he was saying goodbye to Adam Sandler, and he was saying something in Hawaiian. He was like, whatever you know. And then like Adam Sandler's like, I don't know what you said, but but man, it's it's beautiful. It's just like, what does that mean? Oh, don't forget to give me a shirt. <laughs> I'm saying medium to medium husky. <laughs> medium husky. And then, and then all the kids are doing flips off the dock. And he's like, hey, no do flippity off the dock. <laughs> I tell you, no do flippity. He's like, yeah, all right, I'll show you how it's done. And then he runs and like slips and does a nasty belly flop into the <laughs> water. Terrible. So fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. Another, Next. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go, no, keep going. Another quote. Next uh, Ula quote is... <laughs> Aquariums make me super horny. <laughs> oh yeah, aquariums they make me super horny. I I don't remember why he said that. Why? I think oh, that, when he's talking to the the his assistant, the Olga or whatever. No, not Alexa, Alexa. which is super funny. But it, it's um, uh, when Adam Sandler has to shoot a a, a, a video mm-hmm. for Drew Barrymore's character. Oh, and he, yes, and Ula re- uh, He's pretending to be Drew Barrymore. He's got the mop on his head and the coconut tits. Yeah. <laughs> And then he goes, my favorite line from that is when he goes, um, he has like a blind eye and he points at it and he goes, believe it or not, it's my good eye. (laughs) 
Rob Schneider gets a lot of sh- flack for playing like these ethnic characters and being yes. a white guy, but I think if I think he does it really well. Rob Schneider is half Filipino, man. No way. He definitely is. That's so awesome. He he can get away with playing some ethnic characters because he is ethnic himself. Well, he could get away with playing Filipino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. like yeah. I on the other and hand, he's yet to play a Filipino character. I on the other hand could play almost any ethnicity. Ah, uh, because you're basically every ethnicity after doing 23andMe? Yeah, well, I did Ancestry.com. This isn't a shout-out to them. They're not sponsoring us at all. Uh-huh. Um, Ancestry.com. But, should we touch on it real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Might as well. Since we're talking about Filipinos. I'm and, all down for it, man. So, I was actually kind of shocked. Um, I have about 18 different things around in this soupy mess I call a body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> The majority of of which I am twenty six percent English, whoa, or Welsh, or you know Northwestern European. Okay, twenty four percent Native American, specifically from Michoacan or Southern Jalisco. Oh, nice, nice. Told you I'm fucking Mexican. Yeah, I've never doubted you. Fourteen <laughs> percent um, Southeast Asia, specifically Vietnam. Oh, you're Vietnamese. Eight percent Spanish. Eight percent Thai. 3% French, 3% Filipino, 3% Portuguese, 2% Norwegian, 1% Chinese, 1% Basque, 1% Italian, 1% Middle Eastern, 1% Nigeria, 1% Iran slash Persia, 1% Senegal, 1% Irish Scottish, and 1% Cameroon, Congo, or the Southern Basin. Jeez, you and now... You're at liberty to play any of those characters if you so are cast. Shout out to casting directors. I can play anything. Mm-hmm. You need someone who's Thai. Boom. Cast Alejandro. You need somebody who's Basque. Thai. Yeah. Go I meant on. to say Alex. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, let's check myancestry.com. Oh, 200% Filipino. <laughs> You're extra Fili- <laughs> you have Filipino extra despair. Dipped in adobo, dude. Um, 50 First Dates is such a funny movie and takes place in such a beautiful place in Hawaii. Uh-huh. That Gorgeous. was something that I couldn't get over was even when they're like just driving to the cafe or just hanging out by the tree that, that she crashed into. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. couple of sunsets that they capture. Yes. Absolutely stunning. It's a, a beautiful, beautiful scenery. And real Hawaii. It's yes. not the resort ho- ho- holiday in Hawaii that most of us see or go to. It looks to me, I've never been to it's real Hawaii. It's not Waikiki. Because I am a Howley. Um, <laughs> I've never seen real Hawaii. I think that's what real Hawaii looks like. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not super flashy. Otis? Is it's, that right? Uh, speaking Bang. of Otis, um, every single extra in this character looks like Otis. Yes. <laughs> Tattoo face. Tattoo Body. face uh, cook from the diner. The, when they're eating the spam, old... they love spam. I love spam. Do <laughs> spam and Reese's butter, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups always show up in this film because yes. Adam Sandler's character loves those. Uh, and when they're at the cafe, do you remember what Drew Barrymore likes to do in the, in the cafe? She likes to make little waffle houses or like waffle huts. Waffle houses, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is how they uh, how they met initially. Mm-hmm. So cute, like so because cute. they're they do meet so organically and they do have such a great relationship and then. They do go back home with each other, and then the next morning, surprise, surprise, she wakes up and doesn't remember him. Random dude in the bed. Yeah, imagine oh, you waking up. Oh, like later on in yeah. the film after like their twenty third date. Yeah, because he like leaves and doesn't. Or, how does that work out? Um, for the first time super- he spends the night. Yeah, right. Is different. Is a different time. Um, and when when he does, and she wakes up the next morning, 
she she wakes she up to out his face yeah because it's a random dude in her bed she's never met this dude she doesn't know anything about this mm-hmm. dude um and so that's when he realizes oh shit every day i'm gonna have to do something to get her to like me right yeah uh and no I, no no actually the order is mixed up that doesn't that's the first time they sleep with each other because he never spent the night until uh until that was like probably their 23rd or 24th time doing that mm, that's right that's yeah right. he realizes he has to do it over and over again after he talks to um all of the locals that are aware the, the of Lucy's the, the condition. The waitress and the cook at the cafe. And he meets uh, Sean Astin and uh, uh, Sean Astin and, and the dad. Yeah. And so... Um, it, let's talk about some of the antics he does to try and woo her. Yeah. Let's uh, let's break that down. So he tries to uh, reenact. So the first time it did work, right? Yeah. Because it was organic. He had seen her from like uh, across the diner and like she's building like a waffle house and she's trying to make like a swivel door for her mm-hmm. waffle house. And he like picks, uh, he gets like a toothpick at the table and he says like, it might work if you like just try to put this toothpick here and now it's like a little, little swivel door. Yeah. A little hinge. And she thought it was cute and they, they hit it off. And then he tries to do it again uh, the next day or like two days later. And she's like, um... And she was like, were you raised in a family that... No, doesn't he... The first time he does it, he's like, hey, why don't you try with the toothpick to be like, don't you remember? And she was like, what? That's right. And she, and she and he was like, the the toothpick. And she's like, look, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. <gasps> oh, no, it was even worse than the toothpick uh, because there was this whole uh, gimmick about like he has fishy hands because he works at an aquarium. Yeah. And she was like, like uh, so do you want to smell my hand? <laughs> yeah, because she loves the smell of fish because her dad's a fisherman. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and so he's like, yeah, do you want to smell uh, my hands? Uh, they're she's extra like, fishy today. Excuse me? <laughs> he's like, oh, uh. He's like, she's like, excuse me, pervert? <laughs> I don't want to smell your fingers. So it's tough. Yeah, it's very hit or miss. Sometimes his antics work sometimes they don't mm-hmm. what was your favorite gimmick that he did he was sitting at the counter of the diner um, the counter area of the diner and he's looking at the menu and he starts crying right. he, and like not even a realistic cry he's just like throwing water <laughs> on his face and she like walks up and she's like oh my gosh are you okay and he's just like it's it's nothing it's just that i i can't i can't read and he tries so hard to say the word pancakes <laughs> <laughs> Penqu- Penqu- I just can't do it. <laughs> like, it's okay. It's I, okay. I can read it for you. And she, she's apparently a teacher and uh, teaches like kids. And so she, she invites him over to his table, mm-hmm. to her table, and starts teaching him how to read. This entire time, she knew that he was just flirting with her and uh, was just uh, trying to play along. Know, play along. Like we've said in the past, it's fun when you know you got yeah. somebody to play along with you. What was your favorite antic? The penguin. Oh, so because he works at an aquarium, he he has a lot of animals with him. Yeah. Um, and he has a fun little penguin that he hangs out with. He dresses his penguin in a Hawaiian shirt, Mm -hmm. and he's gonna have the penguin walk across the street. And when she stops to see the penguin, he's like, "Oh, hey, you found my penguin." I think that's the plan. We don't actually see the plan go into fruition because as Drew Barrymore is flying down the street, she drops her CD case. Shout out to two thousand (laughs) four. And isn't looking at the road, and he's like, "Why isn't she stopping? Oh my god, why isn't she stopping?" And then. Barely Pen- misses the penguin. The penguin, yeah, is untouched. Thank God, Willie the penguin. Very Willie. cute name for a penguin. Speaking of which, what? Jocko the walrus. Do you yeah. know where Jocko the walrus is from? SeaWorld? Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, boy. No way. Yeah, you, is he, he's, a co- he's a former co-worker? He's a former co-worker. He, uh, you used to work with a guy who dude, was in 51st Dates? Mm-hmm, that is probably, Why didn't we start the episode with that, dude? Dude, I completely forgot. You know Jocko? Yeah, dude, I know Jocko. Jocko, uh, unfortunately... 
passed away oh, last rest year. Rest in peace, Dude, Jocko. Rest in peace, man. Jesus. But yeah, I have seen Jocko all around. Let me ask you. What's up? Did he get paid well for this movie? Because um, animals are supposed to be paid. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I'm pretty sure they shot a lot of the movie at uh, Six Flags. Yeah, I mean, you can't really bring. It, it's it'd be way more difficult to bring him to Hawaii. Yeah, give uh, give Jocko first class. Are there scenes um, in the aquarium that you recognize from Six Flags? It's it's hard because they're so. I think they they were strategic about shooting the film at Six Flags that it, they were very ambiguous spots with like yes. cement walls surrounding, mm-hmm. so that you can't really see that it's a theme park. So I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Which there are structures in Six Flags where there's a lot of cement walls and yeah. it can be very private. So I think that's where they shot those scenes with Jocko, man. That's that's a scoop. Yeah. When Cara, um, Cara, the, the lovely lady, my my former coworker, she was a dancer at Six Flags when I had sang there. Oh. Good friends with Melissa, my girlfriend. That's the connect. Yeah. She she was the one. She was like, do 50 first dates. Oh, rest in peace, Jocko. Oh. Dang, man. And all, that made me super excited. I was like. I know that walrus. I know that walrus. Um, I do want to m- make a quick little point here. Yeah. Uh, the the disease that or uh, brain problem that she has. Yeah, um, gold. Drew Barrymore. It's like Goldfield syndrome or something like that. Something. Yeah, that's it's BMJ or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, w- was a fictional disease. Uh, that's what I was guessing. That's what I was guessing. Until oh, 2010, uh, when there was a woman who developed. Um, Abnesia after a car accident, uh-huh. uh, and she would do stuff every day that she didn't know she had already done yesterday. Okay. And doctors had determined that um, she, after doing neuropsychological tests on her, yeah, um, they did find that she had this relapse, um, and they called it. Uh, oh, well, again, again, I, I didn't mean that. And it's a home. My home is calling me. Uh oh. Um, That's weird. We're in your home. <gasps> yeah. It's like scream. They're Uh-oh. In, they're in the house. Dude, they're in the house. <laughs> um, so yeah, she she actually had this disease and a lot of people thought it was, um, she was faking it because she had seen Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. or she said Drew Barrymore was her favorite actress. So a lot of people thought she was faking it um, and it wasn't, it was, they called it the Truman Show delusion where a patient sees a movie or something and they believe they're oh like a character in the Truman God. Show or a character in 51st Date. That's so trippy. Until 2015 when two people were discovered to have what's called anterograde amnesia, uh-huh. which is almost exactly like what we see in the movie. So the time frame is like a day, mm-hmm. and then once you go to sleep, There's wake guy, up, you mm-hmm. think it's the same day. There's a guy in uh, in uh, the UK. He wakes up every day thinking it's March 14th, 2005. The day wow. he went in to go get dental surgery, had some anesthesia done. He thinks it's that day every single day. Now. Jesus Christ. And so do the people, much like the movie, do the people in his life, do you know? I, the they... woman who initially, who they thought was faking it, I think, mm-hmm. uh, was getting better. I think I had read somewhere that she was selling signs of progression, mm-hmm. which was another reason why they think she might have been faking it or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So it wasn't permanent. So okay. I'm glad there's progress. Yeah, definitely. If it's a real thing. Yeah. You know me. Yeah. Um, but to get back to this movie and speaking of all of that, that's why it was so emotional because like even if it, it was is a tough. man because yeah that was a, a turn that became pretty serious when she so adam Sandler makes videos to remind her of what happens he finally fi- mm-hmm. cracks the code um and the code is i'll make a video for her every morning and yeah. she can wake up watch his video and she'll be up to date and it started off so sweet it, it didn't it didn't hit uh hard at the beginning saying like you've got amnesia mm-hmm. it's it said like a quick update on the past year that you've missed well 
Is that the last video we see at the no, end? No, this is the first video. Exactly. Uh, he okay, updates good, good, it good, later. Good, good. Yeah. Um, with this first video, uh, it was just a quick update on like what's been happening on the news just mm-hmm. around the world. Happy news, sad news, funny news, just like it said, like April, um, Snoop Dogg gets off weed. Yeah. And it shows like a, a still of Snoop Dogg kind of like not just chilling. Yeah. And then it says like May, Snoop Dogg back on weed and Snoop Dogg dancing. Just like I, I like to know like Red Sox won the World Series. Just yeah, kidding. Just kidding. Arnold Schwarzenegger, governor of California. Not, not kidding. kidding. <laughs> Super funny Very stuff. Very funny jokes. Very funny. Um, and they end up, that becomes uh, her thing. At the end of the movie, they transcribe that into a book. She's going to read that for rest- when she ends up, decides to break it off. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, heartbreaking. So the video is reminding her, you know, it tells her, hey, you got in a car accident. You hit you swerve to avoid hitting a cow. Mm-hmm. You hit a tree and hit your head. Yeah. And you wake up every day thinking it's that day. And she asks, you know, she's really concerned. She goes, well, what what happened to the cow? <laughs> and they, uh, they're they joking and they say like, well, the cow also has the same uh, disease that you have and always asks every day if she's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> every day they have to remind her she's a cow. <laughs> See, that's like you, a very, like a uh, very... Uh, tense environment to kind of like break this the ten, the tension mm-hmm. say a joke yeah i guess i guess that you know what maybe i am like adam Sandler, uh, just yeah. a hopeless romantic hopeless romantic um but you're not lying to like uh tourists that you're a secret cia agent that's funny he, in the beginning when you see him being a playboy i almost forgot he was a playboy kind of guy yeah because for most of the movie he was being He's genuine being an, it's the the first two minutes of the movie are not like the rest of the 97 minutes of the movie not at all it seems like a completely different yeah, film it's pretty it's pretty funny but i like it I, you know this is for sure one of my favorite movies and one of the movies that i've seen quite a bit yeah um you know and people like it it's clearly rated high on on google because we all thoroughly enjoy this movie yeah extremely popular like i said once again my favorite adam sandler film actually one of the most iconic scenes and a song that i sing to this day randomly because Mm -hmm. it's so catchy is forgetful lucy yeah crack the head like gary Busey. yeah that stuff oh real that's where i started to like tear up yeah that is a sad part mm-hmm. um i also tear up a lot when he crack, figures it out that she does remember him and that she um sings while she's painting and he realizes that she only sings on the days that she remembers yeah and uh she sings a specific song which is the beach boys song uh wouldn't it be nice and mm-hmm. which had which she holds very close to her heart because that was uh her mother's song um and like her dad loves hearing that song yeah yeah i love the beach boys i know you like the beach boys as well yes uh that that surfer rock that came out in the late 60s Mm -hmm. um is really great if you've never heard the album pet sounds in its entirety i highly suggest taking a seat and listening to that it's a great great album that song has i think wouldn't it be nice is on that album Uh, i believe so yeah also um Good Vibrations is on that album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's also a, um instrumental track called Pet Sounds, which is an incredible song. Dude, I'm get, ugh, we got to listen to that after this. Yeah, I'm down. Um, do you have a best person on set of words about that time? Yeah, it's uh, Drew Barrymore for me. Dude, Drew Barrymore, she's... I, I love so much about her. She's she's not your conventional beauty, but she mm-hmm. is definitely a beauty with her wholesome uh, demeanor and... 
she's just so cute and she seems like someone that you can easily fall in love with. I had a crush on her in this movie. Mm-hmm. She's building waffle houses for God's sakes, being an ex fat boy, playing with your food and still eating it afterwards. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Sticky hands. You big kind of sticky hands. I'm a, I'm a sticky hands Christian is what they call me. That's a horrible. <laughs> terrible. <nickname. laughs> terrible. Um, I don't want to be a dick. Uh, but don't it's be. never stopped me in the past. Though. <laughs> um, do you think Drew Barrymore would be this popular if she wasn't a Barrymore? Um, you know that's that's because she she did kind of have like an easy in into Hollywood, you know, She's being like, like a child generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I, yeah, I definitely because, did because like you know you mentioned like you know she's not the most conventionally attractive girl, mm-hmm. and maybe not even I don't I don't know maybe she's a I think she's a fairly good actress. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to belittle her 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 skill. Um. But you know, like she had her problems. She was a group. Oh yeah, she she ET definitely had her. Definitely downs. was a good start. But yeah. when you start acting that young and you're still acting now, it's oh tough to you live, live a quiet life. life. You know what but I mean? she's back at it. She's consistently acting. She she's has, got a show coming out soon. Uh, I think it already came out. Santa Clarita Diet. No, 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 another one. Oh, I'm oh. thinking of Kirsten Dunst. But yes, Santa Clarita Diet is the one I'm actually thinking of. Yeah, apparently I With think the, that got canceled though. Sadly, oh. there's like two seasons out, and I wanted to check it out. But is that Timothy Oliphant or is that? Um, Josh Dumel. I think it's neither. I think it's a, like a third person that looks like them too. Can we get uh, fact checker, please? Can you can you check work on that for us, please? Yep. Um, so Drew Barrymore for sure is my best person on uh, best yeah. person on set. I think my favorite is. Um, oh man, I, I really think it's Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider really is a close second for me because Rob Schneider is doing the most, dude. He is. He is such a crazy kooky character. He's in quite a bit of makeup and hair uh-huh. um, and very, very funny. But he's doing it right. Stays in it. It's not hacky. No. It's not. It's not cringy. It's not like sometimes when Jim Carrey's going full full bore, I kind of, uh, even Rob Schneider, sometimes when he goes full bore, I kind of, but this one's a but good. But he did it right here. Right Ula is definitely a, a, a top Rob Schneider character. Timothy Oliphant. It is Timothy Olyphant? It is. Fuck, dude. Okay. Um, Gonna have to check that out. One of my favorite Rob Schneider shticks while we're still on it is uh, he's smoking a joint Mm -hmm. on like uh, Adam Sandler's boat that he's building mm -hmm, and prepping mm -hmm. for his voyage for his studies. To Alaska. Yep. And uh, (laughs) uh, Adam Sandler's like, can you stop poofing on that joint? And he's like, okay, brother. And he takes the joint and he puts it in his butt crack. (laughs) Disgusting. Why would you do that? That's some Wu Tang Clan shit, homie. Nah, I don't know if the Wu Tang put put it in their butt no, cracks. But, no, but you ever seen the video of the Wu Tang when they and like just like inhale, inhale the last of the blunt? Oh, just eat it all. Yeah, just eat and the just bl- suck it right in. No, I wonder if that shows Wu-Tang, up in the, the new Hulu Wu Tang show. Oh, that looks like it could be cool, but they're definitely gonna like tone down Wu Tang for that. Oh yeah, show. yeah, you can. Like, that's have why that I kind of didn't like Straight Outta Compton because they definitely they definitely made Easy E not as gross and disgusting as he uh-huh. actually was, and definitely made ice cube way cooler than he actually they had was. to make it sellable they had to like really uh back the people that they wanted to back they had to like not be very careful about tainting this name and not tainting that name mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's how it is when you when you try to hit uh, biography films biopics 51st dates you suggest it to Highly anybody who hasn't seen it suggest guys if you like romance if you like um comedy do you, th- do you think this is a rom-com do you think this is the best rom-com? Do you think it's in top 10 rom-com? rom-com? Where do you think it kind of la- stands in? Uh, Definitely top 10. Top 10, one of the most memorable. There hasn't been one individual. Three? 
I wouldn't go. I would have to look at the list of rom coms and see if it really your, your list goes of rom coms. I mean, my list. We love rom coms. It's not top like five. We couldn't go. That's not many. Do you want to name your top five? Shit, it's gonna be really difficult right now. Um, fuck. Well, it's not a. We're not etching it in stone, so it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's go with the Notebook. That's number one. <laughs> That's not even a rom com. I'm just kidding. Um, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I was laughing at all of the parts. <laughs> yeah, uh, they killed that old bitch. <laughs> Oh my god uh <laughs> okay top five rom-coms um what, what are yours How, uh, okay coming in at number five fool's gold oh i've yet to see that we want to do that on this I podcast love the, yes coming in at number four also matthew mccann's how to lose a guy in 10 days oh that's a good one number three failure to launch also, also matthew mccann's i haven't seen it uh number two rom-com Don John. Don, I forgot about Hella that one. Funny. Super funny. Tony Danza and uh, JGL. Mm-hmm. Killing it. JGL like we had never seen him before. Buff. R- big boy. Uh, and honestly, dude, I really I really think my number one is 51st Dates. It, <laughs> it is a pretty immaculate rom-com. I didn't want to lead you with a question. That's why I didn't want to, you know necessarily go first. But I really do think this is an immaculate rom-com. Mm-hmm. You know, it because it's got... It's got funny people. It's done well. The story's paced well. It's not hack. It's not overdone. This is a rom-com bit that no one's ever even done before. The amnesia chick trying to do the, the, the you know what I mean? Very unique. It's Very not, unique. How many times have we seen the, the cool guy who has to convince the nerd to be cool and then he works it out? Yeah. Or the hot chick who you know who's wooed by the nerd exactly all the underdog films all those rom-com things the loser who finally finds his way fairy cookie cutter no this one is such a unique storyline and it's actually hitting all of the feels like i said yeah almost cried in public i don't i wouldn't blame you dude yeah um i think it i think this is a a pretty immaculate rom-com yeah good thing we didn't both watch it in public if because if we had two dudes crying at a coffee table i do i don't know how you did it did you were you drinking coffee while you did it i was because caffeine makes me pretty emotional caffeine makes me feel whatever i'm feeling times four wow it's not a lot but it's like it's like times four where like suddenly i'll be watching your like a commercial and i'll be like A com a commercial? Are you are you watching that dog commercial? In the arms of the angel. Oh no, I hate that commercial. Dude, I try to switch the channel right when I see that. I keep it on just to show to my dog, because my dog came from a pound and I say, Sochi, I don't know why the fuck you always try to run out the front door. Look at these dogs. You got it way better than those dogs. You got it good, Such. I don't know what you're complaining about, you bitch. (laughs) Uh thousand shout outs to our friend. Yeah. Karis us Karas Cara. Cara Sesvilia. It's okay, man. It's okay, man. You've never met her. Cara, it looks like Kara, but uh, 999 more. Let's do it. Cara, Cara Sesvilia. Uh, how about Shout we get one Car- right? There we go. Shout Car- out to Cara Sesvilia. This is a tongue. These, This is a difficult name with a lot of consonants. She's going to unfollow the podcast. No, she's going to love this. She's going to want to meet me so I can learn her name. There you go. It's going to take approximately six hours for Alejandro Jeffrey Adrian Mendoza Middleton to learn your name. Cara Susvela? Suspilia. Think of the Spanish vowels, man. Suspilia. But Cara isn't pronounced. Yeah, Cara. That's... It'd be Cara. That's not even... Cara. Cara. Carla. It'd be Carla. You're you're adding an L in there. Uh, but now. that's what I'm saying. If it was Spanish, if it was Spanish, it would be Carla. Just like if Alexander was Spanish, it would be what? Alejandro. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be Alejandro. Real? Uh, is it not? Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like Christian. Uh, Cristiano. Cristiano. 
No, Chris the, Dan- the, they don't just shove O's. I know, but there's a Cristiano Ronaldo of a, like, you know. Cristiano. Cristiano. Yeah. And yeah. he's Portuguese. He's, Portuguese. He's, he's not Spanish. Um, yeah. But, um, All right. So we got a couple more real quick and then we'll end this shit. Yep. Uh, shout, shout out, out to, to Car. Well, just say the first name. Shout out to Car. Right, shout, shout out, out to Car. Hey guys, real quick, we'd just like to give hey. a few shout outs to the people that have helped us get yeah. to where we are. We want to say thank you. Uh, thank you to the Boo Bros for the amazing sound production. Yeah, thanks to Greg Reasoner for helping us out with some artwork. Thanks to Faith Cow for helping us out with some additional artwork. Of course, we want to thank, as always, Melissa and Otis because they're awesome photographers and, and doing and things like that. And then Otis also has his new role as fact checker. So thank you so much, Otis. We really it, appreciate man. it. And, of course, we'd love to thank you guys. Yeah, we want to thank the baddies out there. Thank you, baddies. You guys are killing it. Keep it up. All right, see you later.